know where I should put my face to the mic now. Now that we've readjusted. Oh, you should be good. You should be good for now. Well, this is the All or Nothing Show. My name's Austin. Griffin. Brock. Brock. And Brock, this, you know what? This episode itself is sponsored by Irval Training and Nutrition because he, <laughs> that company supplied the drinks for today. <laughs> and uh, Brock, tell us what you brought. All right, so... We were very disappointed after last week's uh, drinks <laughs> because it was the second time that we had not only a like below sub five flavor, but also both me and Griffin had digestional or intestinal pain. I should say. Are we adjusting the uh, mics? Just a little. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, I'll keep explaining. Keep so going. we both had pain uh, the next morning. So like I ha- I had it overnight. I was up for like an hour or two. Because my stomach hurt so bad. And the only unique thing I had was the adrenaline. And what sucks the most is that the drink wasn't even good. Yeah. And so uh, we blame it on uh, on Austin and we told him, uh, you do it again. See how quickly my yeah. name slipped out of his mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Both of y'all on watch. Yeah. <laughs> but we told uh, Austin that that's two strikes now that he's like poisoned us. And so uh, one more we're going to have to... Uh, Take it up somewhere, either the FDA or, or local boy, police. Boycott in the I, show. Yeah. I do think this is a good as a Turing test, though. Is like, what what energy drink brands are we able to tolerate? And then we see, we need to do some sort of sample between them to see like what's the common denominator that's yeah. making our stomach act up like we this. should. Because like because like raise. Oh, speaking of which. Did you see this when you were picking up the drinks? Two new flavors of Rays. There was like what a guava they? mango and then like a watermelon something. Mm. It was probably there. I just didn't look. Uh, do not no, don't even the watermelon. fucking look at the watermelon. No, <laughs> do not do not get any watermelon. Yeah. Anything. But anyway, point is, moving forward, I like to only get drinks that we are hopeful to be good. Not oh well, I hope it's good. Well, I guess I just said hopeful. But get a drink, ideally yeah, each of you, special. that you're like oh. <laughs> This is most likely going to be good, not, oh, we'll see what happens, you know? <laughs> what do y'all got deals on? <laughs> yeah. Maddie even said, she's like, well, I mean, you got to have bad stuff so you can compare it to the good stuff. I'm yes. like, no, fuck that. Fuck maybe that. I only want good mind. drinks. Oh, yeah, yeah maybe. No, but anyway, so, so I got, so so this week we're going with uh, Murica Energy. Pull them uh, out. I am going, hold, hold okay. your horses, man. Hold your horses. I've done my way, dude. I know. So, uh, so I got... So I was gonna get the victory flavor, which is the black lim- blackberry lemonade flavor that I've heard very good things from Griffin and others as well about, but they only had one of those. So I did buy it, but I uh, which I didn't charge you for when we split it. Just as I thought you were, oh, you, you were probably missing thing. I did okay. buy one separate, but I didn't make you. Did you, you try it? Yes, oh. that's what I was gonna say. So I slightly <laughs> cheated a little bit because I did try a uh, flavor of this brand, but I didn't try the one we're trying today. Um, it's very good. I split it with Maddie this morning. Very good. Very enjoyable. Very refreshing. So I'm excited to try these. We got cream soda because the other ones they had were like uh, impeachment, which is like a peach flavor. Uh, I didn't really want to do that. They had like the freedom, which is like the rocket pop, I think. Mm. And some others that, oh, and grape. I was like, I don't want grape. I do like the soda substitute flavors, though. I yeah. Feel like that's so good... it looks like a, like it looked initially like a root beer, but then it says cream soda. So I'm assuming it's not quite that. So, uh, oh, no, this is called Victory. I don't know what the other one's called think liberty or something but anyway this one's victory this is the Ooh, cream soda definitely cold yeah were ice cold shaking in transit no, no, okay. no, no, no. Good. i'm feeling some america dude i'm feeling yeah I'm feeling first some america off now. one no, thing i would say ike. about the brand is i've had their pre-workout before 
And uh, I love the idea and the branding behind it because not only does it look sweet, um, it makes you feel patriotic. It's kind of funny with the names they do and the Murica whole thing. So I haven't really had too many of their, their energy drinks. I know y'all have. So I'm excited to give it a go. Yeah, let's crack. All let's right. go. So while y'all are uh, sipping, tasting, wafting, cool thing about this like drink is uh, zero yes. calories like most. I don't believe they use any artificial colors to dye. It's been a while since I've drank Ooh. one. It's clear. And before you, before you break into it, 200 milligrams caffeine total, which is good. Nice so medium range. Like three a day? Yes. Well, for me, definitely. Brock's going for two. Brock would never do two. He's going for two today. I'll tell you, though. I've been a little bad. Another thing I like about them, you can mix and match 12 packs. Yeah, you can. Yeah. So, that's a good yeah. fucking flavor. Dude, God that's damn, what I'm saying. This is good. <laughs> like, no other drink say. out there has this flavor. And it's, it's, I thought it would be good, but uh, God damn, this is very banging. good. Better like, than the other one you had this morning? Yes. <laughs> it's been so long since I've had one. It's like, damn. This tastes just like a cream. Like, have you ever had the Dr. Brown's like vanilla cream soda? No. Yeah. You have? Yeah. Very, just like that. One flavor, kind of on that same note, because I do like that brand. Do y'all ever have ginger beer? Nah, fuck no, dude. What? Ginger sucks. Sucks. Oh. I Sarah puts it. ginger in everything. I'm like, you like to just be miserable? <laughs> I'll tell you that this tastes like if if this was in like a soda can, I would I would think it's Dr. Brown's or whatever cream soda. I mean, this and is it's super good. It's like super smooth but super sweet at the same time. I'd so. almost don't want to drink cuz I'm going to I'm going to finish it probably within the 30 oh, minutes of the show. Yeah. And I'm going to be just hell like yeah. holding air. It's almost like there's no net negatives. I mean, you get the soda flavor, it's Carbonation, clear, good. It's sugar free and, and, and you get caffeine. You hit that sweet finish. That's what I'm saying. So it, you it's you first smooth. you get hit with the carbonation. There's not much flavor initially, but then you get like a little bit of the flavor in the like the soda feel or the cola vibe. And then it finishes with that kind of creamy vanilla taste. And this it's is not like artificial as shit. No, it's like this very is fire. Good. This is very, good. very good. Like that's yours. It's gonna be Could on the top. The oh, God, top? this is the no, highest one. I'm dude, gonna rate. Ain't no, 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 ten nothing, out there. Nothing's dude. a ten. Let's just say unicorn walking through this door. Nah, Maddie would drop a ten on this thing quick though. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with another 10 this week. Yeah, I struggle yeah. to feel like she wouldn't discount something. Like, Beyond yeah. Limits was her 10 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right, anyway. All right. I'm giving it a 9-3. Shit. Damn. I know, but I, I, I was going to go really solid 9. I would buy this thing. Uh, and I don't buy energy drinks, really. I think 9 is still up there. Uh, but I, I give it to it 8, 8.9. I, I don't know if I could do 9, but 8.9 for sure. It's up there. So that's the highest score overall in drinks we've ever, ever done. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And take that note, first adrenaline. Sip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. First, first sip. sip. First sip take was fucking note, good. Take note, Jocko. And I think what definitely helps is these bitches are bitches were on ice. They all, they yeah. all, yeah. Two ice packs. They <laughs> I mean, were on this ice. Thing is ice cold. But I will crazy. say, like, and we're not even kind of like dick riding, you know, anything, anything too, because they are somewhat local, but. Cause I I'd give my straight opinion if I don't like it like yeah, the grape sure. flavor probably not a big fan of but I actually like um, yesterday when I, had. I bet you did I I, bet you did. I will say I've had all their flavors all of them are enjoyable to me some some brands do better than them and some flavors I believe but that's my personal opinion but this one yeah I've never seen this flavor before I haven't and seen a soda pull at all though besides yeah. so just caffeine right it's uh, yeah so it does stuff. have some other focus ingredients to it uh by Tartre, Garana and, um acetylcarnitine Carnitine, excuse me. Uh, there's other like things that help with energy. So, but yeah, that's pretty cool. I think this is the I think this is the official Dwight Eisenhower flavor. 
I like wow. that. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't want to get the orange. Cause... Hold on. Hold on. The impeachment. I've never read this. Family, me- the family member pressed further. What's victory to you, Ike? Tears welling in his eyes, reflecting on the end of a life of valor. Ike spoke his <laughs> final words. Victory is kicking a Nazi in the pee hole while drinking a cream soda. And on our bike. Let me look if let me look up if that's a real quote because I'll be interested if that is. I imagine it is, but you think that's real? I don't know. I think this crying on his deathbed. I mean, crazy flank, which I would definitely put someone account like that. But no, it's 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 from them. Yeah, (laughs) I was hoping it was real, but yeah, fake news. Anyways, yeah, good drink. Totes, congrats to the highest score so far. If you want more reviews, Doug, send it to... <laughs> send, uh, send them to us. Don't want your shit. I'm just kidding. But a uh, very enjoyable drink. Uh, yeah, I'm impressed. I, I'm, it's great. Great drink. But I wanted to talk. Start it off. Woke up very early this morning. Very exciting. Jocko would be proud. Actually, while Jocko was still sleeping, I can confirm because his watch didn't show up at 4.30-something. I was up at 4.12. To be and fair, I think he posts his watch when he's done working out. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think. I think he doesn't take the picture when That's he wakes like up. A, like a pre-workout? No, I think it's a post-workout. Actually, you know what? It might be pre, because sometimes I'll post a picture on the floor, and I'll say aftermath. Yeah. Well, anyways, I was up with Jocko this morning, guys. I don't know where y'all were, but me and Jocko were up. <laughs> and the uh, reason I woke up that early is not because I'm a long clock. I had a rack and a half of ribs last night. Oh, shit. And Where at? Uh, so Sarah went home. Ribs sound good right Yeah. Went home for the weekend to her parents' place out western Virginia. And she said her dad was cooking up ribs, brewing beers, whatnot. So I had a beer with a rack and a half of ribs. I did not want to eat them all, but they were so good, I had to. Anyways, I ate them at like 10.30 last night. Went to bed at 11. Woke up at 3.40. Oh, with the worst meat sweats of my life. Like, <laughs> damp bed. I was completely damp. No covers on me. I was like, what the fuck is going on, man? And I woke up, I was like, man, I don't know whether I need to puke or crap or what, dude. But it's like, it was literally like it's so a much... feeling of victory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. So I woke up, got moving around, took some pre-workout. I was like, all right, I'm probably going to... You know what happens when you do some pre sometimes. Like, yeah. you might unclog the unclog the pipes, yeah. but didn't happen. So I went went to the gym, got in there around five, did some deadlifts, sunk in around the deadlift time when I was getting up to about three fifteen. Oh, oh yeah, time there to it blow. is. Well, anyways, were the ribs good? Ribs are fucking amazing. Rack and a half, dude. Damn. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, great great training session today. Train hams and glutes, which I finished off with some calves and uh it's really good really good nice. session besides the intestinal discomfort um speaking of the like cold sweats in the bedroom i so i <laughs> i haven't had that no but what i'm saying is um in our apartment uh we have like the ac set i think around like 70 or something because when it was like hot every single or when it was cold and like hot other days like we were trying to find out what setting we should keep it at whatever point is it's at like 70 but for some reason in like the living room and everything it's like freezing like we need like sweatpants and like sweatshirts sometimes um it's like a nice chill uh but then in the bedroom though it's still warm like i sleep half the time with no covers and i i don't know i don't i feel like i'm a hot sleeper though me too i, I run hot yeah. for sure i got a lot of got a lot of meat yeah a lot of meat but uh meat. i don't i don't I haven't woken up lately i mean i i'll be open about it I tried Trend 
few years back and definitely woke up many a night sweating, bed drenched. But that was probably six, seven years ago. Is the feeling like people say as far as like almost just like a hot like razor or something like that mm. as far as like your your temperament? A hot razor. Have it? Oh, or like, just like, like just being aggressive? Crazy? Yeah. No, no. Uh, I, I think my, my, my intent in the gym, like my training was more intense for sure. You just felt like an animal a little bit. I guess you're you're a little bit more cocky for sure, but you just don't know if you just because you got like five different hormones cranking through you. You had test, trend, whatever else you're taking, orals, and you're feeling like a god kind of. You're always staying pumped. You're like blood pressure's up. <laughs> so it's like you know. But I don't. I don't know. I I did see some progress and st- definitely strength gains when I took it. But overall, as like gaining weight, I took it. When I took stuff like that back in the day, I wasn't eating right. I was training, but I wasn't eating probably nearly enough, so I didn't really gain a lot of weight. But weights went up, though, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah there was a time where I was doing Tren and uh, Anadrol and D-Ball plus tests together, and those were like some of my strongest weeks ever in my life. Um, and to the point where like you'd have so much, like you'd be flushed, you'd have so much, your blood pressure would be up so high, you just... But the pumps were crazy. Pumps were crazy. <laughs> I do think about that. Like, there is something to be said about, like, being a coach as a job and, like, being that person's, like, perfect drug protocol, perfect diet, like, keeping you accountable, like, perfect programming, other things like that. If you think yeah. about, like, an Olympia coach, it would be kind of cool just to see, like, if I had everything dialed in and somebody handling that for me and making sure, like, do you ever And somebody about, that cared, though. Yeah. Like somebody that like, cared about your health, Yeah, because Griffin and I were talking. across the board, like, what do you think you could have accomplished? Do you feel like you could have blown mm. your best physique out of the wall? Oh, yeah. Best physique, yes. For sure. Uh, do I think I'd be even close to Olympia or even, like, probably a national, national stage? No. Griffin and I were talking the other day because he was listening to a podcast about Keon Peterson. You either got it or you don't. I think it's Pearson. I was right. Okay, it sounded right, but then I was like, yeah, "Yeah, that is a good. But um, but anyway, and we he was telling me how like you know he's almost when they were asking questions about his diet and training, he was almost kind of like clueless to like why things were done a certain way. And I guess I was telling him, I said the answer probably is mostly that he just had a coach from so soon like into like lifting, he wasn't forced to kind of like learn how to handle it himself yeah. he just you know has so much great potential that someone just got a hold of him and you know just coached him along uh but real brief before we get into that do y'all know how much like a honey rambot or something like make a year i've never looked into i it. would assume at least like I'd 50, imagine 50 in, 60 grand probably maybe a little bit more i'd imagine close more. to six figures yeah I because maybe more. i would say a prep for them because and it depends if people are using them year well, round that's the thing, yeah. a prep is probably 15 10 15, maybe maybe a little bit cheaper a yeah. prep, like a 10, 15-week prep, like I a just, professional prep. I just prep, imagine not like with handling, like, they can only handle so many clients if they're controlling that much stuff. And with the big names, you know, I feel like, you know, obviously they're with them, like, I'm especially sure during the prep. percent of whatever earnings. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. So, I imagine, uh, I don't know, I'd be interested in the, the Maybe five that. grand. I don't I don't know how much they run. Because let's say a coach, like, you get, like you get a coach. a month or more. But yeah. I'm curious. Top level. I know... A few people around here who have had Hani or like Chris Aceto coach them, and it's like I almost wonder like is it tiered differently? Like if yes. Joe Schmo yeah, yeah. got Hani to be his coach, like sending him stuff. I'm sure that's different than that like Andre Du mm-hmm. guy that he works with or like Phil. That that would probably be a lot 
probably five grand or something like that to train him, but he's a lot more present to where. So do you think I? I do believe deep down it's probably a little bit biased too. Like if Han, if Hani looked at you and was like, "Oh, this dude has no potential," I'll give him what he needs, but I'm not going to be like texting him, hitting him up, making changes a lot unless he fucking blows me up. But if he sees somebody like Keon and be like, "Yo, give me a shot every day, yeah. give me a call, give me a text," because he sees the potential, obviously. And probably, I'm sure he's paying. We were him looking too. at this video posing that he sent me, and dude just looked like a ninja turtle. Like oh, Keon, the the density in yeah. this man Crazy. is like for being twenty whatever. Well, he just God. That's what was funny to me. It's like the drive is there and the effort is there. Yeah, it was kind of funny though. The guy, the who does the bodybuilding podcast. I think his name is like Fuad Abiad. Oh, Fuad yeah. Abiad. Yeah, and he was like, "Well, like, what's your diet like? If you don't mind me asking." And he basically was like, "Well, I have a shake in the morning, and then I have like chicken and rice, and then in the evening I eat whatever I want." And it's like. Oh really? <laughs> like, well, I just fuck about, you. Like, this guy's like top four in the Olympia, yeah. at, like twenty three years old, and then he was like, "Well, what is your like typical like workout like?" And he'll be like, "Oh, well, I'll grab the um, like the sixties for dumbbell press, and then I'll do seventies next set, and then eighties next set up to like one twenties." And so he'll he'll be like, "I'll do like three exercises, but it'll be like that," and it's almost just like. You know, you'd almost think like if you're trying to be top of the top, you'd want to at least feel like you've got some sort of structure or yeah. like understanding. Of just, not I just feel like it out like he literally goes in and feels it out. Yeah, and I think there's something to be said about that. It shouldn't all be by the book. Yeah. But I almost just wonder like if you f- could feel like you could be the best of the best if you could dial everything in. Like I feel like I'd want to autistically like <laughs> figure out every variable of like why am I doing this? How much should I do? And not just like. I think that's purple. I think at least if you have a coach, that's the reason why you got them is so you don't have to think. True. That's a good point. I feel like it could be easy to be, because that's what I always ask like people that compete, like, you know, you go from coach to coach, like, what do you look for? Or like, how do you kind of know what worked with one coach versus another, other things like that. So I almost think of it similar to like salesmen, like I wouldn't want to be sold to. If I didn't have some sort of understanding of like for sure why what I'm looking for, if that makes sense. Which I'm sure, I mean, a good coach would be like, "Hey, I'm giving you fish this week instead because it's going to do this for you," or you know, or it's or maybe help your digestion, or you know, whatever reasoning behind it. Not like I'm sure they don't know us. Everybody doesn't know like a scientific reason why. Oh, this is going to digest this way, that way, whatever. Yeah. But I'm sure. I mean, you would hope your coach would give you a heads up, unless they're just like. Okay. I'm just going to toss random shit at you. Hopefully it sticks or something. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. beyond burger. But yeah, Keon, dude, he looks sick. If, you, if y'all follow, or if y'all on Instagram, definitely give him a follow. Dude, I mean, he hasn't even really blown up yet. I think he only has like twenty or 30,000 followers, curious. but like, looks freaky. Yeah. I think he's, he's I mean, he's jumping out. I think I last saw that he's jumping into the 212 class. Yeah. Yeah. I and I wish he wouldn't. Because like, I was like, man, what if he, he fucking so smoked Chris? Cool. And uh, what's his name? Because he said that really he was thinking about if for his height he has to be at like 170, 180 or something like that on stage and like how much can you really improve if yeah. you're having to drop 40, 30 pounds every cut or something like that. But and I feel like that's so pro- like not progressive, uh, regressive. How do, you, yeah. how do you say that? Well, anyways, to like bodybuilding, it's like, you know, size and symmetry, building, 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 not you know, let me, let well, me maintain. Well, that's the thing I was telling um, Griffin the other day. We were talking about classic physique, and I was like, my thing with that has always been I love the physiques that classic physique brings because it, it like, 
because of the weight limit, it restricts you from getting overly massive and kind of uncomfortably big. Mm -hmm. And without that, you know, you kind of get these mass monsters that just bigger is, is better, you know, in like the open. But the um the problem with it, though, is, is these people, like to your point, they don't know how to improve. Like you either have the genetics and the judges like your look or they don't. Like with, with Chris Bumstead and Breon, at least it's like a – it's a pick em. It's like a toss em up kind of thing. But, I mean, if everyone comes dialed in, I mean, you can bring up your weak points, but let's say, you you know, you're lagging in biceps and hamstrings. Well, once you bring those up, you can only, you know, go so far. Did he finish 20, it? 20 minutes in. Sorry for the interruption. Oh 20 minutes in. We have a, a ding, ding, ding. Another. <laughs> yeah, another, please. <laughs> Refill. Dead Refill. soldier. Um, Damn. That's good. And it's only 200 milligrams, so I can have another one. He could. Go buy us some more. <laughs> Swing by uh, But anyway, uh, to wrap that up, basically, you know, I feel like they're in a tough position because you either have the genetics or you don't because, you know, because there is that limit. You can't just get bigger to beat your competition. You either yeah. have the lines or you can come in more condition. But, I mean, if they're conditioned too, I don't know. I yeah. feel like it's just one of those divisions. But I'd rather it be that way and just you either have it or you don't rather than just bigger is better. What do you think about, because I was also listening to another one that had Guy Cisternino on there, and he was basically saying, like, yeah, I know I'm never going to be, and I've known from the start that I was never going to be, like, top of the top, but at least he's in, like, top six. Yeah. Like, what do you think about guys like him or Dexter that, like, consistently place, at least, but, like, do you, do you feel like you'd ever get burnt out? If you kind of do in the back of your head, that you're not you going to be have the genetic to be able to. Yeah, get but to that level. I think I don't. Know, it's hard to say. But it depends on your what you want out of it. Because like at the end of the day, I'm sure both of them. The reason they continue doing it, even though they aren't and probably never going to win, and they know that, it's just because they love what they do. Like they love. You gotta love it, and then I think yeah. also, even though you're not at the top of the top, as long as you're you're having supplement deals and these different promotions yeah, I'm sure going it still on, pays it still pays the bills place. you know yeah. just like if you're in the nba if you're on a bench player you're still making a couple million a year yeah. you know or your backup quarterback in the nfl you're still making good bank even if you're not you know the front of the line yeah, I'll so sit that bench all day yeah I'm it's frustrating <laughs> it might be frustrating it might be annoying to know like you're kind of capped out yeah but at the same time like you know things happen i mean dexter even won you know in 08 which was a little bit of a fluke but still i feel like there's something that comes from being not the underdog per se, but like when you have somebody like Phil, it's a lot easier to like almost, I don't want to say discredit him, but like you yeah. want other people to topple him. You want it to be Whereas, close, yeah, very close. I feel like if you're someone like Guy or somebody else that's like Big Rami or someone like that, you get almost like this cult following because it's like the dark horse or like the challenger of yeah. like, how will he do? Will he be able to like rise up or something? Where when it's someone like Jeremy Buendia or other people like that, it's like, all right, it's time to like take him down or something like I, that. You know I what feel I mean? that a lot. Like when uh, Phil was winning, I was kind of like rooting for a Kai or rooting for like when Sean Rode won. I was like, whoa, that's like exciting. Like someone yeah. took it. But then now I'm like, I kind of want Phil to win it again. I almost want him to bring it back. Yeah. Or sometimes like you root for someone to lose, but then you're like, okay, now that they've been humbled. Yeah. You know, then yeah. yeah. I hear that he um just does machines. Phil? Phil does. Yeah. Phil's always kind of most. I think Dexter machines. does he now never, too. Yeah, he never really squatted. Or he, he used to like quarter squat. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think even like uh, I remember hearing like an interview with Jay Cutler saying Jay Cutler mainly, I guess towards the end of his career, did a lot of just machines. I mean, I think he did some. It's the safest ways. way to do it. Yeah. I mean, you you know you avoid the stress on your joints and you you know reduce injury risk. Yeah, you just get in. But go. to kind of dive in, I guess since we're on the bodybuilding topic, this was a topic I was gonna have kind of my back pocket. But uh, what is your favorite kind of era? And we can kind of break in to talk about certain people. Um, are you more of a fan of the like Jay Cutler Ronnie era, so the early two thousands, the uh, like late nineties of like Dorian Sean, um, yeah Sean Ray, uh, Lee Labrada, all those guys, uh, or the Arnold, the like you know early seventies with the uh, more classic physiques, quote unquote. If I had to pick one to watch, like let's say in person. You can say that and then also say, like, what bodies do you okay. find, like, most Oh, which of? bodies? Of course, the 70s. Just because they're yeah. more relatable. They're, like, they look better to me. They just, they, I don't know, they just, like, have a, a vibe to them. The other ones are just scary. But, like, they're cool, but they're, like, oh, God. I, don't, I, I personally probably would never want to be that big. But, like, Arnold Big? Yeah. I'd like to be that big. Or, like, yeah. whoever else was on those stages. I don't remember all their names. But, like, they're good, solid, just solid-ass dudes. I love um, probably late 70s, 80s, where you have people like Francis Benfado, Bob Paris, um, like kind of late Arnold era, yeah. and then who was that other guy? Barry was was Serge Nubray more 70s, mid 70s, early? I think late 60s and 70s. Really? Okay. I could be wrong, though. Um, yeah, because I like his physique a lot. I, I think I agree with y'all about uh, what physique you'd probably be more attracted to or want. Um, but as far as like entertainment and you guys can agree or, or pick something different, but I feel like the nineties was such a competitive time period with Flex Wheeler, you know, Sean Ray, Lee, all those people. Yeah. Most definitely. Even though I don't really, I don't, I wasn't really during that time. Yeah, I wasn't even, I was I very young, <laughs> but yeah, looking back on it, it was like probably the, the, the most competitive times. I mean, I don't know the whole history of bodybuilding, but at least my eyes looking back, Probably the most competitive timing was like that mid to late nineties uh, of bodybuilding with like the top, even the t- like the whole top ten was like mm-hmm. stupid crazy looking. You know, nowadays you see like the top, only the top five like look good or like I say look good, like I look good or some shit. But you know what I'm saying. But the top ten was like, oh shit, that's yeah. a lineup. Right it just there. seems like nowadays, like well, especially after uh, you know Sean Rudin couldn't compete and then uh, Phil's been out. It's kind of like, you know, it's a little bit of a toss-up now. You know, you get interesting, like, people coming in. But when Phil was winning, it was kind of like, Phil, and then, okay, who's competing for second, you know? Well, the other thing, too, the last guy that won, Brandon Curry. Yeah. I just don't feel like I look at that and I'm wowed the same way. I don't either, but I'm also not that wowed at, like, William Bonac. I just think he's so short and compact, and, I mean, he has a great physique, but... I'm just same deal. I'm not like wild by that. I feel like at least Sean Roden had a good, complete overall like physique. He looked like he would be a champion in a way. Yeah. You know, but I, you know, I don't. I almost I follow bodybuilding, but I'm not excited necessarily or care too much about who wins. But I'm more interested in the classic physique. But even in that realm, I feel like it's a a Chris Breon war. So I think the last time I actually watched the Olympia was Jay Cutler's last win. I believe. Dang. Or no, when he got beat by Phil, that was the last time I watched it. He blew his bicep out and he like retired right See, after that. I've never, I never really followed bodybuilding until I started lifting, and at that point it was really like the last little bit of like Kai and Phil. Um, 
I never really was that interested, truth be told, in like the physique that much. I think I've watched like one or two of the shows, but the posing just isn't really that interesting to me. Um, yeah, the bicycle arms. <laughs> the old bicycle. <laughs> and also, it's just like, I still, you know, I, I kind of get the concept. I almost wish that they didn't go from bodybuilding to just physique, because I feel like there's such a divide between when that first started of like posing trunks and like over the top mass monster to like soft, like if you ever saw the first year of men's physique, I don't know, like you're, you're harder and leaner than they ever were on the Olympia yeah. stage yeah. back then. It is interesting to see like, that's what they thought was like. But now what you see uh, in physique, both locally and on the, like the national stages, the physique dudes are huge. <laughs> They're delts They're like are like over my 200. head. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like now we've pushed the boundaries too much. It almost seems like classic physique is the smallest division. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, is some of them dudes on their off season physique wise are like 240, 245 sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, yo. That is. They're walking around like mini fridges, you know? And another thing I kind of think is interesting too is, you know, listening to that podcast, that guy, Fuad, and also um, Guy, they were both talking about like, really, they were kind of in their prime and they still are with within their kind of early to late thirties. It seems like they, they kind of hit their stride in terms of complete physique or muscle maturity. And it's interesting that a lot of these like classic or physique guys yeah. are really like early twenties and kind of coming out of the gates so much in, in that regard to that point. Cause if you think about even back in Arnold's day and age, like Frank Zane or other people like that, they competed until they were, like 41 or so and then they retired so it is kind of cool to see you know how much some of these up-and-coming guys have have to yeah me themselves. personally i was thinking about it just now i almost feel like if i'm chris bumstead you know there's so much money in like social media and sponsorship stuff once i've won it i almost feel like where's the incentive to keep winning it you know i mean obviously there's a legacy but Do you i don't really feel want like to just be a gym shark like sponsored athlete is your continued claim I mean that's fame. true I would, but I would still maybe I don't know because then you could just focus on your own brand after I mean, that like yeah, win it that's and then my after thing. that building and your own brand there's a lot of like I mean time work effort that goes into competing and then if you lose again it's like people kind of hold that over you I'd rather just win it and dip I my guess you're mentality though me. is like <laughs> why would I continue to follow you though like I don't think your life is that interesting to yeah. keep tuning but in. But that's when I would try and build a brand, maybe start my well, own gym. We're all, we're all on the same page with whatever. that. But the average sheep, no, the average person, <laughs> though, like just, I mean, why do, you know, these other people follow like those KK Fit girls or follow mm. uh, David Laid? It's just because they're like good looking, they're fit, and they're famous. So like people just kind of follow them for whatever. It's like not like their lives are that I interesting besides the fact. You know, like with Christian Guzman or like let's say Steve Cook, for instance, like, I always find myself tuning into the summer shredding or when Steve was last prepping for the Olympia because it's like, what is he doing? Like, what is everything looking like to where, yeah, I might not be interested in the day-to-day lifting, but, like, when there's something on the horizon or something you're actually working towards yeah. versus just, like, well, check absolutely... out my new car or, like, yeah, Check there's absolutely more edition. to like a specific series or day or event. Yeah. Like the lead up to that is definitely good content. Yeah. But it, again, it's mostly like that. It's like mostly for content. So I feel like Chris could do a series on getting bigger or a series on, you know, some something. 
and I feel like he could almost get the same kind of views or attraction that a show would. Um, but I don't know. I, that's just like my brief thought. Just because, again, I'm not maybe that you know I'm obviously not the same competitive level mindset that he is, but you know, so I'm sure he still obviously wants to win and and defend it and all that. But at the same time, just me thinking out loud, uh, I just feel like you know once you're already very well established. I mean, look what Kai's doing. Kai said. I'm going to screw competing, yeah, stay big, but he's, like, doing so much with his, you know, brands and books. And Kai all this. is such a shill now, though, like, in terms of he drops a new ebook like, every two every weeks day, of, like, yeah. vegan or, like, keto or intermittent fasting, and it's, like, it's just so disingenuous now. It is. And it is. That's the other thing I would say to that point, because you're into MMA. Like, let's say some of the top fighters, like, would you care if they just stopped having like some sort of match on the horizon and we're just like hey we're gonna do garage sparring today like, uh, would you actually it's a want little to, like, different it's a little different just because with sports the peak and basically the whole bulk of everything is like the the game the match whatever it is but with bodybuilding i feel like you know the 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 actual event itself isn't actually what you've been doing to get there. You know what you know yeah. what I mean? So like for football you're doing you're doing drills, you're doing practicing, and then the actual game itself gets played. With bodybuilding, it's like all the work and, and game gets done in the gym, but mm-hmm. then once you compete, it's almost like you're doing something almost completely a different. Pageant. Yeah, you're doing yeah. a pageant. So it is <laughs> yes. a little bit hard to um <laughs> and with and with that it's like a little bit it's a little bit different because things are kind of different each year as far as teams or opponents and stuff. With bodybuilding, I feel like it's a little bit same every year. It's almost like, you know, the Patriots being in the Super Bowl every year. You almost know what to expect. And so yeah. it kind of makes competing a little bit, you know, less attractive in my eyes. Yeah, that's a good point. But, I kind of like it just to see like year after year like did anything improve or also yeah. kind of seeing the running up to the show of like oh this guy looks good but this guy also looks yeah. good like we're gonna have to see what happens like come the day of because i don't know about y'all but anyone that goes out to that oxygen gym in yeah, they like dubai yeah, they blow like, up something about that bathroom lighting i feel like it's like holy shit that, <laughs> like, that, that oil that oil over yeah, there you know what I'm yeah that uh that chic or <laughs> <laughs> they bump into you yeah dude and also it's like because who was that i keep forgetting that this guy actually competes but that guy reagan grimes mm-hmm. he went out there i think he stopped doing classic but he was yeah like, well he went from bodybuilding to, like to classic pounds. and then he's back to bodybuilding and he looks like a bowling ball yeah he's huge because he was out there and i think he was saying that like you know that's almost like an army boot camp or something out there with how hard they like regiment everything for you yeah i mean they take it seriously i mean that's the whole thing i mean the gym has a floor for every body part like they have a legs floor a like back floor i believe so like we go in like you are focused on whatever you're training yeah i used to train a guy from there and he was like yeah that gym is like 10 minutes away from me back home now it's like damn like i and you're at willow lawn yeah (laughs) (laughs) i know it Speaking of Willow Lawn, I wanted to drop this in the beginning just yeah. as a joke disclaimer. Stop coming up to my girlfriend and asking for a number. Ooh, <laughs> we, had, we had this one Indian dude that kept asking Maddie like kind of small talk, and you know he would be like, "You look, you look ticker, ticker." You mean like thicker? <laughs> yeah. 
and things like that. And then uh, trying to shoot a shot. Dude. Yeah, shoot a shot. And eventually, he like apparently he like grabbed his phone, flung it out one day, and was like, "What's up? Can That's I get your number?" And, and yeah, and she was like, "Sorry, I have a boyfriend." Blah blah. And then today, apparently, some dude was like staring at her behind a water fountain. And oh, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> Griffin. <laughs> and then she like goes, uh, do I know you? And he goes, can I have your number or something? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one like, to initiate. I know. I was like, yeah, she told me. And I was like, I don't want you to go to this gym anymore. And she's like, I have good workouts though. And I'm like, I don't like it. All right, Is so, that why you Oh, never mind. <laughs> here's the deal. Why? So she likes training at Willow Lawn. But doesn't like to film there. Because I saw her video earlier. She's like, I hate filming at this gym. It's 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 not a win. Come to Laburnum. It's there. It's all there. You can film. Plenty of space. And dudes are in there she getting it in. under the watchful eye. Yes. Wheel. I know. On that leech. And, uh, I, just, I don't know. Will, I, how do you get hype over there, Maddie? Come I don't know. I get, I get it's closer, but that's not it. I think it's just... She likes being seen a little bit more because a lot of the people on social media go to Willow, mm. but she doesn't go to the main Not like times. Conformist, uh, yeah, I know. And then the other thing She's about that clout, they do have a little bit different machinery, but generally, I feel like there's just as good or the same over at uh, Laburnum. Yeah. yeah, I think she's just being a pansy. She doesn't want to do what I'm doing. She just, you know, has to stick it to you. I mean, you you have a wife. You you know how yeah. they, Laburnum, they yeah. just gotta do something opposite. Yeah, of no, you. totally. Yeah. Oh, totally. Laburnum is like going to like Lowe's, and Willow Lawn is like going to like Target. I feel like yes, there's like a different, very bougie yeah. or bougier. And yeah. based I don't off know. what I see on Instagram, it does seem like a boutique where people just gotta. You know, show off what they're doing or take a selfie in front of the mirror and it's like... Laburnum, people are fucking working there. Laburnum, most, yeah, most people, people are working. fucking working. Whether yeah. it's looking good or not, As they're working. As by though. the clips, people seem to just slam everything onto the yeah. clips. Oh, dude. Yeah. So it's got to be heavyweight. Oh, God. And there's this, group of, there's this group of dudes. That's why I texted you this morning. This, is this, group this of morning. Dudes. <laughs> this morning. Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, this... What? Did you see him this morning next to you in the squat rack? That's what I was getting to. That's what I'm getting to. Yeah. yeah, I looked back at you, and you were just sitting there. And it's this group like, oh of three God. dudes that are just swinging weight. I mean, one thirty-five barbell rows. Dude is jumping and jolting every rep, <laughs> yes. and then any noises? No, luckily no. not. And then the problem is, <laughs> every time after every set, you get the same thing. They drop the weight and they look off in the distance like they just like killed someone. They're like, "Yeah, yeah, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do?" <laughs> Dead you know? I mean, it's. Definitely like a ego thing. It's they're running ego. running off ego, but first off, they're definitely probably going to end up blowing something out, jerking that, even though it was only 135. But like, <laughs> I've seen them do other things, and it's like, yeah, well, I'm not trying to hate say, on them, but it's like, like do, do yesterday, not- they were doing three plates on each side on the, uh, the ISO row, and it's like, no, dude was like jerking, moving like yeah, five inches yeah. each rep. And I was like, dude, just lighten up. Yeah. But like, no, it's no all like, look at me. That's exactly what it is. Because the, the noise, yeah. all that stuff, it's, ah, and well, they'll they, drop they, it do and yell. They drop it, and then they like walk around the entire like, And see who's, see yeah, who's yeah, looking they, at them. Like, and yeah, they're like, yeah. they're yeah. counting eyes. Lift in an environment like that, or an environment where everybody's just lazily what? checking their phone. I, well, I don't, I mean, I, to choose. I probably choose the ego, but <laughs> because at least it doesn't harm me. It is annoying and obnoxious, but... I also hate the dude like sitting on something texting. I had to deal with that the other day. Like this one, this was like, I guess a week ago. This woman was on the leg extension just talking and just sitting there for like 20 minutes. I'd, I'd done almost like half my workout. Yeah. She was still just sitting there talking. I was like, oh my God. 
Yeah. Hey. Yeah, there's definitely... It's, I feel like that's every gym has people like that, though, but uh, it's definitely a click in there that <laughs> comes in every morning, and it's like the same shit. It's like, come on, guys. You know you could do better. I do wonder, because I feel like, you know, aside from one-offs, like when we go to the shop gym, yeah. I feel like this is the perfect experience. But I feel like most every other gym that I've gone to, it's like there's always something that I feel like it could be better as far as... You know, even my own like home garage back in the day, it was like, I wish there was somebody here. But then the environment is like too low energy or then it's like all ego or other yep. things like that. Will there ever be the perfect one that's not just like a one off visit? Or if you're a regular member at the shop, do you even say like, man, this could be better or something like that? There's definitely things, in my opinion, at the shop that could be better. I'm not going to be put on the spot and try to think of it, but I remember um, <laughs> our first time, though. Uh, dude was a dick at the front. It wasn't yeah. the owner, but it was, I think, either, like, you know, someone that worked there. I was, I, well, obviously, it was someone that worked there, but um, just kind of, like, rude, like, was kind of just, I don't know, monotone voice. When he took our car, he was, like, just kind of, like, had this annoyed vibe, and for our first experience, I was kind of like, yeah. oh, Get you know. Help. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> we were like, oh, like, you know, um, you know, we're also going to buy this shirt, and he's like, okay, uh, 27 bucks, and I'm like, Oh, okay. It's I'm, like I'm glad to support. Yeah, glad to support. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I remember Maddie tagged it, and mentioned it on like the story after she was like, "Great gym," but you know, front was a little rude or something. They like messaged her. I was like, "Oh God, we're sorry to hear that." Um, when did you like go? So maybe he's not there anymore. But anyway, um, but I mean, I, I think I think every gym, you know, customer service is like you gotta you gotta have yeah. like a vibe. Yeah, but I think every gym has their little thing. Like you know, there's some things layout wise that I think you know you could fix, or some machines. I think that. You know, my thing with some gyms is they I feel like they just get machines to get them and sometimes uh no one really likes using them and they yeah. almost just kinda like are space no taker. Way. Yeah, so there is that. Uh but yeah, no, I feel like most commercial gyms it's almost like the same kind of shit that you just deal with every time. Like lazy people, loud obnoxious, egotistical, you know, guys, shitty clips, um, you know, stupid rules, get all kind of stuff. Speaking of this, I kind of wanted to talk about this. I wasn't sure how to phrase it the last time I saw you guys, but kind of going off of that same subject of, you know, kind of lackadaisically going through the motion or checking your phone or something. Um, when it comes to something that is day to day or that you have to put in effort, what do you guys do to kind of maintain your passion in that regard or have you always has that been something you've had to work towards whether it be business or lifting or glad you other things up. like that like what do you has that been something that you've had to work towards or has it always been there but like what do you do as far as like day-to-day -day effort to maintain that could you repeat the question please? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so like you know um, are you wait, wait are you sure. asking basically what keeps me like on track as far as discipline and like doing what i'm supposed to even when i don't feel like it yeah or like let's say for example like with austin like w when it comes to all the different things that you learn or do for having your business or when it comes to the gym as far as like putting in effort or trying to just like continue to to better yourself like what do you do to kind of aside from just having discipline like what do you do to kind of maintain your your passion for the day-to-day -day. like if you go in there like what do you do to kind of make sure that you continue to drive through your workout well or with your your business stuff like continuing to just learn new things about graphic design yeah. or label design or other things like that like is there anything that 
that you feel like drives you to kind of continue to want to expand that that barrier or have you caught yourself kind of being lazy with it before and like you you're trying to just make sure that you continue to to push that line yeah avoid that like is has that been something that's always kind of native or something you've had to kind of work out of that makes sense definitely work out of most of the time um I guess I'll start with like the business because that's what I've thought about recently over like the past week. I actually asked social media a while back, like what are some goals that you've been working on? And like, what are you planning to do about them? Because I feel like one thing for me that helps me keep that drive and discipline going is setting goals, whether that be something small or big. Um, you know, when I'm saying big, like maybe something that's coming, I don't really set huge goals as in like a year out. I don't know. I've never been the type to think that far out, which I probably should, because I think that would help align everything else from the day to day to match that year goal or whatever. Yeah, set but, the long term goal and yeah, build shorts yeah. around it. But uh, I mean, I think definitely setting goals helps me. But I don't know. I I think I go about business, especially with gym flow. Um, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I just I just know what I want. And what I know feels right and what I would expect from a company if I was to support it or be behind it. True. And I think following that, I'm I'm a little bit of too dumb to quit. Like this could never go anywhere. Like Jim Flow could never continue growing. And I'm just like, well, I don't I don't know. That's all I, I enjoy doing it. It feels right, feels good, and I'm doing my best with it. I'm always trying to look at places or better things to improve upon. But True. I don't know. It's uh I think it's like a like a dark tunnel and I don't see the light of it yet. And I'm just like, um, I'm just going to keep walking straight or direction that feels right. And hopefully I'll get to some light and be like, all right, I definitely know I'm on this path now. But as of now, it's, it's, it's very tough to like, to define what my passion is behind it besides creating my own future, I guess, you know, knowing, I guess one thing that correlates everything, gym flow training, the whole nine is just knowing that, I'm creating something in the long term, whether it be a year from now or six months from now, that I can fully support myself on and live and take care of myself, my wife, bills, whatever, and uh, not have to rely on any other person. Just creating my own future, for real. I don't want to work for anybody. That deep down, I don't want to work for anybody. I, that, I can work with people, but not work for somebody. True. That's a good point. And kind of going off what you're saying, to articulate that better, you know, they always say like... Um, like discipline uh, starts when motivation ends or whatever. Like you can be disciplined. Yeah. But I think there's also like a, um, a division within that to where like you can be disciplined, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're maximizing everything that you can. Yeah. So like, what do you do to kind of, to not just be disciplined, I guess, but to really like try to break that barrier a little bit more as far as like, you know, like the old labels worked but the new labels are 10 out of 10, if that makes sense. Like, what do you find that like keeps you excited or like keeps that fire going with a lot of these things too? I think again, I said it like excitement. Like I think, I don't know. I, I look at, for example, the labels, it's like, why be complacent with them? Like, what can I do to make them better? When I look back at it, you know, and I, I remember back and I pulled it out at Jake's last night when I went over to his house, we had a roll of Pango labels sitting there. And that's like the first one off from like, all of our old original look from when we first started gym flow. And that was like our first like fun label where we were like, all right, let's break the mold 
fuck what we've been doing. Let's go special edition on it. Let's have some fun with it. And there was a great reaction behind it because it was so unique, so much fun and vibes behind it. And I was like, damn, why aren't we doing this with everything? Like, why just like sit back, set a mold and be like, all right, that's it. It almost makes you realize what you're capable of. Yeah. It's like, why am I, why am I holding back on the gas on all these things when we could really blow out and go balls out on this stuff and really make them cool, make them fun, make, you know, when people look at it and they're like, damn, they put a lot of effort and time into that. That looks fucking cool. Like, and that's what I want to hear. And that's what I want to, that's what I want to feel if I was to buy something or, you know, support something. So that's what I, that's what I expect from Jim Flow, you know? That's a good point. And kind of going off of that, I feel like too, in regards to training or nutrition, like, you know, you do get some of those guys that will just say like, oh, just hit your calories and protein or what is the term for like minimum effective volume or something yeah. like that for a yeah. workout. But it's like, why think of your life as like the minimum of what you need to do? Yeah, to I feel like a lot of people versus that's... just being intentional with like what will maximize everything for you. That's a good way to put it. I never thought about that to where people basically are like living their life on the minimum effective volume, which is the equivalent of paying your bills and, you know, paying, you know, being able to fill up your tank and gas and everything and just kind of live off. And I did that. Means, like, yeah. I mean, I think everybody does, maybe not some or everybody, but. I definitely went through a period of time where I was just like, I was fine with just doing the minimum. I was like, all right, as long as I have enough money to pay bills this month, I'm good. Like, yeah. I'm going to chill. Like, you know, and I was cool with that. But now I'm like, fuck that, man. Yeah. Yeah, I've kind of touched on this before. I remember we talked about it weeks ago, I think. And um, I know we differ a lot in this way, but I feed off a lot of negative feedback or kind of, um, I don't know, ideas in a way. So, like, my my kind of thing that drives me a lot of times, not all the time, because I feel like, like you said, discipline carries most of it, but that 10% that makes you push a little bit more than just getting it done, but also, like, getting it done to the best of your ability, I feel like as I think a little bit of, like, you know, who is out there outworking me? Like, who who is out there, like, talking right now, like, oh, Brock's not actually going to do this, or, oh, like, look at this chump, or who's, like, laughing at what I'm doing, or who's you know, doing this. And it's not a, a fact of like, I got to prove, you know, them wrong in a way, but it's almost like I got to prove myself right. And so it's just but like, there's, you just got to prove that there's people out there doubting you. Yeah. And that e- you even if they don't exist, that's yeah. how I like envision it. And so, um, I feel like that drives me a lot to work hard. Um, even when no one's watching, because I think that's the big deal. You can't, you know, just be doing it for, for Instagram or, or for whoever's watching and show people, Oh, I'm working overtime. Like, you got to be willing to do it when uh, you know no one even knows it exists or no one knows that whatever's going on. Getting back to that, I was thinking like I have that little board of like little things that I want to start doing and like organizing a lot more with Gym Flow because lately shooting from the hip with everything. I mean, Dude, funny enough, most- I was just thinking today. I was like, you know, we've had a lot of ideas recently. I used to tell like Austin to like get like a board to write it down. Yeah, well, because I, yeah. I, I always like forget about it, or I'll yeah. just we'll talk about it and I'll forget about it and be like, oh, and then until Griffin or you bring it back up, it's like, oh shit, yeah, we thought about that six months ago. Why the fuck haven't we done it yet? <laughs> you know, I want to definitely be more. I, I just have so many more goals. I just know I can do better. I think that's what drives me with everything, with training, gym flow. I just know yeah. I can like. I'm not even like good yet but well, it, i know we know my clients and stuff yeah. they're like oh you're great blah, blah blah i know i'm not even good like i don't even consider myself good yet like i'm like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing i'm very green i ain't shit i just know there's other people out there that have it way worse off than me mm-hmm. they're still getting shit done and doing way better than me i'm like i ain't shit man that's what i feel like too and i think i just i think it's a pro con thing in the way that i was raised up a little bit i feel like you know 
as much as like let's say I do right now, my parents almost don't really like give me that much credit in a way. They don't, you know, uh, really even tell me much than like a very simple like vague good job or oh that's cool or that's good that you're doing that. And I'm um, proud of you so much. yeah, thank you. Now, now what I will say though <laughs> is I don't, I don't need someone problems. pat me on the back, but at the same time though, I feel like it's a pro con because I, I do feel like in a in a way I'm you know whatever I've done isn't good enough. Um, and so that pushes me to do a lot more and to not stop and wait for a pat on the back, but just to keep moving forward. But you aren't expecting those either, which is good. Exactly. Um, but like to your point, you know, I texted y'all yesterday and I was like, I just know that there's so much potential in gym flow to where it can be. And I feel like it's taken so many steps in the right direction just since, um, you know, since I've really been more involved with the brand and knowing it. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> but uh things really picked yeah, up yeah. a while back <laughs> he brings the drinks he thinks he's yeah. got yeah. big nuts oh yeah uh, oh i do i know uh, equity <laughs> yeah but anyway yeah but no but real i mean i texted you and i was like i can't wait for jim flow to be at the point where we have our own energy drink you yeah. know and we're know. drinking our own shit like damn this is a 10 out of 10 yeah. um most definitely water yeah <laughs> yeah most definitely but um but point is like i just know that there's so much coming i mean with overcome i mean you know, you re- released that promo and I commented. I mean it in the most sincere way. Like, everyone's just going to be so excited for this flavor when yeah. it drops. Because, like, it's fire. The product's great. It's going to yeah. be so nice to, like, combine with other flavors and just to drink in this hot heat. You know, hot heat. Mm-hmm. A little repetitive. But hot summer that we've been dealing with in Virginia and I'm sure other states. And, um, God, I know I just can't wait for it. Especially since yeah. I haven't had the orange lemonade in a while. And and then, you know, with the next product working on as well potential new flavors brainstorm with all or nothing like i just know like where things can go and i know that i feel like we're just on like you know the tip of the iceberg with what it, we're really capable of as far as skits promotion products all everything i just i just know that you know i just know where things can be like yeah you know down the road i, so I definitely feel the same exact way I'm as like, long as it works done at times uh, i think of you guys as well and i feel like i always just blow smoke at you but it's um my nuts feel good thank you I <laughs> them. do y'all ever see a movie or a video game like 10 20 years ago and you see the cgi or something oh it's like and you're all like, pixelated well it's almost like you back then you're like man this looks so realistic like how can they even do better than this yeah. and then 10 years later you look back at that and it's like did i believe that that looked good yeah. back then well i'm not I, saying the same thing but i think back like when i first had all or nothing or the original flavors or original overcome when it was watermelon or other things like that yeah and just thinking not only design not only flavor but also like mixability consistency other things like that like and formula breakdown or other things like everything has just continued to 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 rise up and it is interesting to think back like wow i love this back then but like now the newer versions i love them even more and it's just crazy to think about like you know you could have just written that out back then yeah. too and just continued to kind of just keep selling keep ordering keep selling and not really continue to want to expand or challenge yourself and i just i don't know maybe it's just me but i do see other brands out there doing it which respect to them but like you could just find that that formula and that look and just be like all right that's the mold we're gonna follow that to the t and that's it like that's what that's great you know i don't everything that when we sell our product all of the money 100 percent, 110 percent of it goes right back into it to make to put in time into the labels whether it's paying an editor to design them or getting you to help us out with video content and just 
overall the the whole brand and just experience with the with the company i don't know I, we just put everything back into it to make sure that it's always evolving like our products keep getting more expensive each time we reformulate or reflavor. They they literally get more expensive because we're always trying to make sure that we're leveling up, you know. And we're obviously learning as we go. So we're like, oh, these new ingredients are going to do this much better than the past, you know. Not that we had those intentions to begin with to have something not inferior, but, you know, there's always ways that you can level up and, you know, learn along the way, you know, with the, the look. It kind of goes back to uh, what you were asking Griffin about originally, like, you know, what drives you to be, you know, better. And it's simply like, at least in my mind, it's like, how can I be, you know, one smidge better than the day before, you know, Um, because not every day is going to be a big jump. And so I know I've talked to you about like little things I've done as far as like starting to read again and do these different things. And it's like, if I can just add one more skill, one more, you know, quality of life that makes me better or makes my enjoyment of life better every day you know just one little thing that adds up and uh you know makes a big difference like you said when you look you know a year two three years later you know if starting like this year i think or uh you know this time last year i think y'all had just like i think you just only had red apple and pango out you were working on i believe the monster and then now look at you know lime the labels are incredible overcomes coming out with a whole new formula. Parting the gyms were successful. Those yes. will be back God, soon. I'm so ready to bring those um, back. I am too. I was looking at the videos looked, the other day. So, and I was like, yeah. There were so many people like vibing at that shit, and they were continually getting yeah. bigger. Like Everybody was falling in love with them, and I was too. Yeah. So I can't wait to bring it back It'll for be back. Richmond. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I just know, uh, yeah, I'm excited for the future with everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the goal. And that's the other thing too is, you know, it's kind of like we talked about the other day when y'all were over, but, um, you know, you think about with a lot of things that, regardless of your circumstance like the world is going to be kind of apathetic not good not bad but just you know wherever you kind of come from or your setbacks like you know it doesn't really matter necessarily like you don't really get a pass one way or another so like with the time that you have with the effort that you have like what will that circumstance or that result be despite kind of what befalls you along the way if that makes sense too so you know there is i feel like a lot of people that you see that maybe they're older, that they decide to start a business or get in shape or something, I'm sure it would be so easy for them to just kind of say like, oh, I'm past my prime or something like that. But, you know, being able to just kind of like take life by the reins and really just enthusiastically like work towards betterment. Yeah, people might, you know, scoff at you or you might not be maybe in your head like as good as you could be or something like that. But I think just kind of trying to maximize whatever you can regardless of you'll never really be perfect but like you know kind of like what we're talking about with some of these other bodybuilders like you might not ever be number one in the world but you'll still be able to be the best that you can be and and create a life for yourself mm -hmm. that you want and other things like that. the craziest thing i definitely and i agree with you on all of that but like the craziest thing is especially with gym flow you know i talk i don't really talk about my training i enjoy it but i don't I don't, that isn't my goal to, to scale and grow maybe down the road, but like I can only spread myself or grow that so big myself. And I'm fortunate to be able to handpick my clients that I work with now. And I'm great. I'm happy with doing with the amount of clients that I have. So I'm not focused on really growing that. I just want to be better with the clients that I have. But with Gym Flow, my goal, when people, I've been asked before on a phone call with a conference call from a guy that was 
asking questions about Jim Flo a few months back. And he's like, what is your goal, your end all, like five, 10 year goal? I was like, man, you put me in the spot. I really never think that far out with it. But I was like, I'm not, and he's like, are you looking to be like Redcon? Are you looking to be like this brand or that brand? I was like, or be that, you know, size wise. I was like, I don't care if I'm never like nationally known. I mean, of course I want to be known, but I don't care to be, I don't care to line up against any of the I brands. I think that means, you know, you're doing it for the right reason. Like you said, like I want to be my best. Enjoyment. I want to, yeah. I want Jim Flo to be its best. You know, I want me to be my best. I want Jim Flo to be its best. Whoever's with me, I want them to be their best. I don't care if we're a hundred million dollars a year or $500,000 a year or whatever the case may be, as long as we're paying our bills, you know, yeah. I don't want to be like, Oh, we're putting money into a sinking ship type thing, which we aren't, but it's like, you know, I don't, I don't care of uh, revenue value or anything like that. Maybe I will down the road, but right now I just want it to be its best. You know, True. that's my end all goal. If somebody was to ask and obviously answer. I think too, there's a lot to be said. <laughs> you know, you do wear a lot of hats. You do have a lot of responsibilities and I'm sure it would be just as easy for you to say like, Oh, I got a lot of orders today. I'm going to take today off Yeah. or like, Oh, well, I've got like this many clients I have to deal with. So like I'll handle orders tomorrow or something and like sometimes that. Sometimes I do do that. You know, sometimes it, it, I'm not perfect to a negative feedback. It does just as easily, but because then, because the, then the next day I'm like, man, this day's even just as long. Fuck it. I'll push it off another day. <laughs> like there was last week. I felt that way for like three days straight. I'm going to be honest. Like I didn't feel like coming out here one bit because it's 30 minutes away. You know, half my time, half my days dri- driving and I'm just done. But you know, I, I step back, I reevaluate. I'm like, man, you got it good. You're working for yourself. You're supporting yourself. Nut up. Take take this evening, enjoy yourself, or do whatever the fuck you got to do to like collect yourself and get the fuck back out there, get it back done, get back on the wagon, you know? Which, I mean, I'm sure it's easier said than done for most, but sometimes I'm, I call myself a pussy a lot. Like, I don't verbally say it, but in my mind, I'm like, dude, you're a fucking pussy. What do are you, you doing? Do you feel like you need that self-motivation, or do you feel like you would benefit from like somebody not coaching you, but like managing that better. Uh, I think I would love, I don't, I think at the end of the day, I can do it myself. It might take a lot longer for me to figure things out and learn, but, uh, I don't think I wouldn't, I don't think having a coach, I don't think not having, I don't know how the fuck I'm trying to word that. (laughs) Having a coach, I think would help speed up the process and like realize how much wasted time I'm spending here or there realizing, Oh, I need to put more time here. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm I think still a better term for what you would be, or the equivalent for a coach, you would be called an assistant, basically. Yeah, like pretty being much. an assistant with Jim Plo. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. being like, all right, would they you... keep you on track? Yes. Do you like need them? Absolutely need them. No. Probably not. Um, but would they help? Yes. But yeah, I guess it's just you know maybe maybe one day. Do you feel like yeah. it would be gotta be hot? If you, yeah. <laughs> if you grew, yeah, that's a good point. If you grew to the level that you maybe have for five years down the road or something, do you feel like you see yourself, do you think it would be hard to kind of pass the reins off on some things to somebody no. else? Or do you feel like you would be able to kind of pick out who you Well, of course, from? yes. Yes, but no. It, it would have to be somebody that's grown with from, from within because they need to know, like, the culture, the vibe of Gym Flow and what we're about, you know, being better and stuff like that and making sure everything's up to standard plus some but like i think once i had somebody in there and you know knew them i don't think i'd have trouble passing you know things off or you know giving 
What do, what do you call that when you, you know... I want my retarded now. I don't know. Give more operation you, power. Yeah, yeah. I'm more such a micromanager. I, I always think about this when I was... Uh, I forgot what company I was thinking about this the other day, but... Because uh, I don't think example, a company is one person. I think a company is a group. Well, absolutely. It's usually a team. So. But I mean, for example... Um, God, who had stepped down at some point? But, uh, like, for example, the Barstool president, right? Like, when they sold a couple of years back, whatever, like, he's still part of it, but he's not, like the overhead of like everything yeah he's not and, the ceo yeah think. he's not the ceo um just and i just platform. feel like yeah i just i don't know i feel like you know to some point i think i could i could take a break and step back a little bit on some company especially if i have some other thing i'm trying to work on but i think you know if i had some big business or like you know i mean that's like my baby i feel like and i don't want to like give that power or give that kind of control over to like someone else like i just know like myself i'm just such like a micromanager i want things to be done like a certain way like my standards are like honestly too high for myself and like i just have a way of like things to be done and, well that's why hopefully you, know, you would have somebody that came up from the bottom that. Yeah. and then they've grown within them. the company and realize yeah. all right they've seen how you operate and they yeah. sort of not spawn off of you but like you know they they know what the fuck's going on and they're like all right would Austin be, or would Brock be proud of me? Or would Brock, you know, what would Brock do? Yeah. What would Austin do? Yeah. You know, type thing. So hopefully they would have the, the gusto to step up and handle it. Which I'm not, I, I guess rephrasing the question a little bit of the answer to the question is like, I wouldn't, I don't think I would ever fully let go of Jim Flow. I would definitely like be like, all right, there's somebody that can help manage okay, a we'll team. force you out. For sure. Because like, I don't want to be a micromanaged. <laughs> I'm never, like, I'm not a micromanaged person. Like, with videos, and even with the editing of the labels, I'm like, yo, these are my ideas. Come up with something, and I'm probably going to be okay with it. Because, yeah. you know, and same thing with videos. The one critique Austin has ever given me for editing is taking a shot of his face out of a video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, because I'm like ugly as fuck. That's the only thing I've ever gotten <laughs> like, dude, pushback on. Just... Uh, less me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, funny, so, yeah, because I, I want, like, I want. Gym flow to be like multi, not cultural, but like, well, yes, multicultural <laughs> for sure. But like, yeah, I wanted, I wanted to be, rough and we need more diversity. <laughs> but I want it to be like a group thing. Like, I don't want it to be like, oh, that's, it's Austin's way of the highway. I want it to be like, most for majority of gym flow, I want it to be grown and like so many different vibes and aspects coming from it where it's like, damn, like, who, like, what are they doing? They're doing something totally different, you know, like, yeah. everybody's got a hand in it type deal. Yeah, that's that's my goal. But yeah, um, I guess not to like turn gears too much. But uh, I heard you haven't trained today. You have not. Yeah. No. Well, since I last day. saw you guys, I've yeah. done six days rest day. What's that? And I've also like I've been consistent to where every push day I yeah. do abs for thirty minutes. You on the core program every- now? Back and bicep day, I do calves for 30 minutes. And then every leg day, I do an hour of yoga as well. So it feels good to open up my hips, my spine after doing yoga. So you're for real, like legit sitting down and doing yoga. Mm -hmm. Like you're not just like stretching for five minutes and calling it yoga. No, I, well, there's a good channel I can send you on YouTube that does classes if the if you want to do a 20 minute one hour one yeah i like the 20 um, the 20 jam because an hour is like a lot of time <laughs> it is it is um and i've been doing it for like uh well it's just a week so far but yeah. i did kind of figure like you know well today's monday we're doing the podcast so i won't be able to have pre-workout this morning hmm. 
Because we're having our energy drinks all Well, <laughs> who, who, make, who makes that rule? Well, yeah, no one makes I it. was also off the off the goop a little bit this weekend because, like, Saturday I had my pre workout. By eleven, I fell asleep for like four or five hours. Yeah, and then what Sunday, was that? Same kind of thing happened. So I went and got an energy drink yesterday mm-hmm. and pre workout, full two scoops, yeah. and so it was like. Coming to the Are dark you telling side. me Saturday you took pre-workout and then just napped? Yeah, like three hours later. So you worked out. So though. what happened between the pre-workout and that? Was that three-hour gap? What happened in between there? I went home and made breakfast. Hold on, so you didn't even work out? <laughs> no, I, there's some missing I time going out. on. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I did work out. Gotcha. I came home, I made breakfast, and then just fell asleep randomly. And it's like I already because mm. all or nothing has like 400 milligrams of caffeine. And yeah, it's like. What the heck, body? Like, <laughs> what's going on here? Need more. Like, I've been, more. I've been sleeping all those numbers. Night, so I figured today would be a good day. Like, bring it all back. Like, don't have pre-workout in the morning. Like, have your energy drink. Take a rest day. And then tomorrow, back to it again. Gotta so find your chi. I've been figuring out kind of like, you know, what's a good system to go through. But same kind of thing as we were just talking about. I've been trying to think about, like, you know, I really want to, like... You know what I mean? I, not like day one mentality, but like I really want to, you know, regardless of if I'm tired or this or that, like I haven't been as consistent as I would like across the board. And I don't want to just kind of do, you know, just the minimum to get by, to just be disciplined, if that and makes when sense. When did that inconsistency start? That's a good point. That is yep. a good point. Once... Once we went our separate ways. Yeah, we went our separate ways, and I've been crushing it at the I gym. I <laughs> need to spread my wings, so I need, I was thinking about this, too. It's like, I I love having you to kind of be a an anchoring, a comparison to, to be able to have, like, same with just learning how to use the QuickBooks the other day. Like, if I didn't have you to ask, then I probably would take forever getting around to do it. So I like having yeah. you as that cornerstone to like test my own <laughs> self-discipline yeah tool. i get on both y'all sometimes so, shit, but it's good yeah but then again i do feel like well actually that is a good point because i was gonna say maybe i can be the grounding to you to like take it back a, a little bit sometimes too, no but never no i feel like mandy's done that a lot with me with uh i used to be like more i feel like i'm an asshole and more like hardcore i feel like she softened me up but i've also kind of pushed on her because she's Damn, so woman. she's so optimistic she just thinks everyone loves like just means well and uh oh, true, i'm yeah. like no there's some people that will take advantage of you and uh that aren't actually nice people yeah but uh that is something one of my clients was saying that earlier today she was like you're so jaded you're so like uh you have like a negative worldview mm-hmm. and i'm like i used to have a much more idealistic worldview and then i feel like after experience you're proved wrong yeah you're proved wrong and it's like yeah not to be like blackpilled or like just thinking like, oh, woe is me. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's important to be rational sometimes. So, yeah, I, I agree. I feel like uh, there's just too many. I, and I think, I feel like we talked about this last week at some point, though. But I feel like we live in such an, a great country with a lot of freedoms that people don't understand or appreciate them. It's kind of like if you've always had, if you've always like had that silver spoon in your mouth, you know, you don't know what it's like to be like hungry or whatever. I think it's the same deal with, uh, you know, people just, uh, you know, they live in such a happy society where, you know, sure there's crime, but there's not constant crime, there's not constant violence around them that, um, you know, people take advantage uh, or they don't understand uh, what life would be like if 
you know there were no police or that you're like you know we had they have more of an idealistic image of how like the world isn't everyone's nice no one's out there to like get you or take advantage of you or your situation but well it's almost um, like the same kind of thing like why do you go to the gym why do you run like it's not mm-hmm. like you have any reason to yeah or necessity to do that like it's yeah. not like you have anything that you're kind of fighting to to work towards but i almost feel like you do need to have yeah. a kind of mentality of like this is a necessity necessity it's yeah. not just a luxury if that makes sense yeah and your body's like the only thing you truly have in this world like that's the only thing you have like if you don't have your body if your body yeah i was thinking about this done, yesterday yeah, i mean i think like, your mind i could explain you could, on your, so your life can only be as big as your as, as how healthy your body is like, i just don't know why healthy, you wouldn't exercise and take care of your body yeah yeah. just blows my mind and I used to be that person I don't know what clicked for me but it's just like I mean almost everyone who's successful does consistent exercise yeah well, and like people too just think that they'll eventually get around to it but they want to yeah. wait until things start to decline there is that than... there is that but I just and it just requires actual work but I just I just can't imagine just you just go home and sit down and yeah. do nothing. I I don't know. Well, I just feel like too. There's such a different caliber of like not pleasure but satisfaction from doing some of these long form, kind of. It's kind of like I, the other day. I don't know if you see this in the morning when you go into the gym. There's this Emerald Air Fryer commercial that just like mm. pisses yep. me off every time I come in because it's yeah. like you can basically cook everything in here. You just put it in and press the button, and it's like. Why is convenience and pleasure like the highest caliber to be marketed towards versus like becoming um, like skilled at something or like putting the work in? Like, wouldn't you much rather enjoy like the the craft behind it rather than just like pushing a button and then just going to like turn something on and just kind of idly having something do yeah. work for you if that makes sense i think most humans and i'm not speaking for everybody but i'm I'm just saying even me at some some points in my life or day the path of least resistance is the most uh, i guess uh attractive you know whatever is the least resistance you know it's like oh set it and forget it it's like perfect you know i have one last thing to think about or it's like but it was the quality as good as you know really getting into it and getting your hands dirty uh probably not but you yeah. know some people like the path of least resistance is usually the way to go for most people. You know, and even some sure. things I can't knock it. Like some things I'll fucking do the same thing though. And see for me, I, I like kind of the analog for a lot of things. Like I like having a paper calendar to write stuff in or like yeah. setting an alarm every day versus just keeping it automatic. <clears throat> Cause I like just like thinking about it, being aware of it or kind of doing a lot of these things that, it's like it's so easy to just have them be done for you and like i think about too like having a a phone calculator i used to be much better at mental math than oh, i damn. am now because it's so easy to just retarded oh, like i'm not even sure like let me just punch this in but i feel like you know you need to continue to to work on these things to just make sure that they don't dissipate in favor of something that's just there if that makes sense you i understand I mean? not totally. to sound like a totally. luddite or like a like an Amish person or something like that. Got a boomer over here. Yeah, with a lot of these things, like, I just feel like, you know, at at a certain point, it's like, what, is this really progress? Like, if you can just buy some sort of frozen microwavable thing and throw it in for 30 seconds or something like that and then put the, the thing in the trash when you're done with it, like, is there... Like, is there value in that just because it's easy? Like, is that something that's... I think that's the sell. That is the sell. 
But like I, that's what I just think about. Easy. It's like with a lot of this stuff. Like what if, what if that wasn't advertised that way? Like what if what if everyone was kind of pushed by commercials or other things like that to just try to be the best they can be, rather than like settling for whatever's the most convenient. If that makes sense. Like instead of these total body trainer home infomercials, like what if everyone was given the tools? or advertised to, to like be the most disciplined they could be rather than just the one, one all machine. I think as people are, even us, like I'm sure during school or upcoming, you're brought in like raised and taught to be like almost like a sheep or like, Oh, somebody's there to support you. It's like, you can't really think for yourself too much. It's like, I think you're like herded at some point in your life. I don't know what exact point, or maybe it's just overall to where it's like, Oh, think less work work uh less i'll tell you what it is is it's like and maddie and i talked about this before is like you know you're going through school you know okay next year i go into the eighth grade or next year i go into the ninth grade and then oh i've graduated now the next step is college and you keep kind of following along the path but eventually like there's a cliff and that's after like graduating you're like oh i actually got to get a job i got bills to pay it's actually like this is life it's up to me now it's not like this is what you're supposed to do. No one's there telling you what you're supposed to do. And so I think a lot of people kind of face that in various ways in their life to where, you know, they either have that helping hand or that parent or friend or whatever guiding them. And then, you know, they're just not used to making decisions or having to do things uh, or like work or schedule these things into their life. They're kind of just like doing what's what's told to them as a checklist or as a, as a must do. You know what I mean? And I guess that, I don't know if that relays back. I mean, it, it does help sort of answer the question about the meals and like being like why easy meals and shit like that. But I think it's just everybody's thoughtless. Like they can't think. I don't know. Like there's an education aspect that's missing for sure. Yeah. Educated people. And not saying people are dumb. They just aren't educated on how to be better. They just think, oh, somebody, that Stouffer's brand is looking out for me. They know they're yeah. they're making something healthy for me. But they wouldn't sell me something bad, right? Like they're, they're, they're looking I out for me. Just, they're selling they, me something they just, good. They just swear there's an easier option. Well, that's yeah. the funny thing. I started to think about this because... It was like, um, I don't know if you ever saw the Quakers. It was like weight control oatmeal. Oh, shit. But that's like 50 calories less than the normal oatmeal. And it's almost like if people don't look at some of these things or think deeper, it's like then you just think that everybody, like you said, is looking out for you. And that was the biggest thing, too, is I feel like learning a little bit of like sales psychology with personal training of like you almost want to shuttle somebody into this this mindset to where they feel like they've made the decision for themselves, if that makes sense. And that was the biggest thing for me is like the the eye opener. I I guess back then I was a little bit more naive of like 1920 of just thinking like, Oh, when, when you see the billboard for AmFam that says a dollar to join, it's like, Oh, they're trying to help me out by like giving me a dollar to sign up. And it's like, no, they're trying to bring you in the door so they can make you sign a contract. And just realizing that a lot of these things, it's like, you know, if you don't do the work for yourself, then you're much easily, much more easily manipulated to maybe do something that's not in your favor because you're letting somebody else do the reins if that, or hold the reins, if that makes sense. So, I don't know, I almost feel like like you guys always talk about in terms of an entrepreneurial mindset, you kind of have to apply that over into many other things in life to make sure that like you're the one that's calling the shots and like, I don't know, 
doing the work, if that makes sense. Yeah. Rather than having it. Be I realized, you know, when we first started Gym Flow, I thought things, you know, I definitely thought things were going to be easy and smooth sailing, but we had a business plan and everything written out. And uh, I was like, dude, once you actually get got in there, like lefts, left hooks, rights coming at you. And it's like, next thing you know, you're getting kicked in the dick and realize nobody's coming to save you. Nobody's going to come do the work for you. You might get a little help or boost here or there, which you got to be grateful for, but it's not always going to be there. Yeah. But it's just like, at the end of the day, you're going to have to like put, you're just going to have to nut up or lady ball up and like just <laughs> diva cup. Yeah, you're going to have to like go out there and learn what the hell you need to do, whether that be YouTube. And it's, I mean, I don't know how it was before internet, but we have YouTube, Google, so many, like there's so many people on YouTube showing you how to do literally everything. And I need to be reminded that sometimes, you know, it's like, if you have a question about anything or how to start something or how to just do it and just keep moving with it, there's somebody out there that's probably already done it and has broken it down for you out there, you know? Let's get in these questions. All right. Yeah, let's do it. And I guess I'm starting off. Forewarning. Bro- uh, for, yeah, I picked them out. Picked out some fire ones today. The first one's a little heavy, but I think it'll be good. All right. Let me let me clarify. This is Answer the Internet from Barstool Sports. Questions as fucked up as you are, so expect them to be n- nice and nasty. Brock handpicked this one, cherry picked it, and tossed it to me. Thank you. And he says it might bring some emotion. All right. I, I glanced at it. Goddamn. <laughs> All right. Answer the internet. Would you rather have a dog die every time you laugh or have there be a genocide every time you fall in love? The genocide. As long as I'm in love, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> God, and dude. Also, it's got to be a genocide. Like, I yeah. laugh oh, way too often. What genocide? I would definitely do a, a genocide. A dog die? Every, you're laughing Think so of how often. how many times you fall in love. That's zero. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. I don't, get, I, don't, I don't get that bug. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully you fall in love once and that's it. So it's yeah, one big true. genocide. You know, we, we need population control anyways. You're supposed to date for marriage, bro. Yes. You're not supposed to just. I'm really holding my seed. <laughs> Dude, Genocide. I don't know, man. Genocide's probably got to be it because, like, a dog. I mean, that is. A dog's life is. I, I know the argument. A human's life, dog's life. I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, there's a lot of dogs. There are. Yeah. But I'm laughing a lot, too. And like, if I all fall the time. in love, I'm doing a double service because I'm probably raising the global IQ. Because there's less of a population now to compare. It you to. don't know who's getting <laughs> genocided, though. Yeah, that's true. I'll take that gamble. What are the questions <laughs> of like the uh, if you push a button, like you get a million dollars, or and but somebody dies? Have you ever heard those questions? I'd push it a couple times. Yeah. Ding I ding mean, ding ding. Bop bop it. Bop it. <laughs> yeah, right, I don't um, know, man. I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I'm gonna go with the the dog die. Oh my gosh. So Dobie dies gonna, I'm just every not, time. No 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 no. I'm not going to watch any comedies. I'm just going to like, you know. <laughs> you like the most boring. Comedies? No, I don't. Actually, huh. I raised them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be like holding it in and just like. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Like how often we laugh. I mean, yeah. it's crazy. I know. That is a good I just point. hope like a whole like burst of laughter doesn't like every time I make like a noise, it's not like. Dog, he doesn't dog, really dog, care dog. about animals though. Every time. He has voted true. that. He said he, there was one question one time. Would you want your dog to live forever if it meant that you had oh. to give up sports, watching sports? And he said, 
No, he would continue to watch sports. That's we fa- we fact checked that. Yeah, that's Snopes because this guy doesn't her. watch sports at all. So yeah, I, I don't watch sports either. Dog. Yeah. Zero. Sports are like hey. You're worried about everybody else's stats, and you ain't got no stats. To be fair, the only sport I really keep up with is MMA right now. But that's because okay. it's the only one going sport. on. That's tribal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know, man. I guess I mean deep down the dog thing probably because he had. Oh I mean, But gosh. I don't know. I but you never the fall in love. Like Think of the of ASPCA of commercial, the arms of the angels. How sad that is. Today marks that. 50 years since Austin caused a genocide across Malaysia. <laughs> I see nothing wrong with that. <laughs> All right, show's canceled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> canceled now. Flip it. I don't know. I also, it's like you know, I really only think I've like been in love one time, and it's like, is that really so bad? Yeah. All right. Quick that... question about your love. Come on. When? When? How long ago did that happen? You trying to guess who it is? No, no. I just want to know. Probably like, well, now that I look back, I'm like, you know, if I call that love, that's well, sad. I mean, that it was, was like it four years the, ago. The closest to it, maybe. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Just wondering. So maybe it wasn't even. Maybe it's only half genocide then. Maybe it's only like false a small... love. He's like, I still love you, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Yeah, that'd be your the dude you fell in love with. It's a, yeah. Kind of slow on the joke. Oh. <laughs> I didn't want to see that. I did. <laughs> Would you rather be falsely accused of murder or never be able to stop coming? <laughs> hmm. This one too. Probably falsely accused of murder. <laughs> I mean, OJ got away with it. Yeah. But that was real murder. Have y'all ever uh, seen. You probably haven't, but there's this video on YouTube. I don't seen know it, if it's real or not. The guy that can't stop. Yep. Yet. There's he's a like, video. He of walks it? like three steps he, and he's like, oh. yeah, He's like, oh, uh, uh. He's, <laughs> he's like, like people then, think it would be great. There's one oh. clip where he's crying. He's like, the worst part. It's when you're at your, your like son's funeral and you just can't stop coming. There's a chick. There's supposedly a chick. I watched like it was like a real yeah. It's a real yeah. thing. She went in the ER for it. Like she was like dying. Yeah, it sounds painful. So I'm definitely gonna go with the false accused because it sounds. And I'd like to give it a shot though. I would. I feel like I would associate it now with like. Daily life, yeah. yeah. Like it would never, like the real like thing would never feel as pleasurable. <laughs> you know when that sneeze is coming on, there's like, uh-huh. oh. <laughs> 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 Alright, try to go over this last question. Would you rather have to jerk off your flaccid fingers to get them hard so they could work, or have your dick be a finger that you can maneuver and flick stuff with? Oh, do Second fingers one. all day. First one all day. I don't... Because my fingers aren't, aren't, yeah. Well, I warm them up. You know, it's like yeah. hold on, guys, got to warm up the fingers yeah. real quick. And do you have to continually uh, get them going, or they're, I they're feel good like to you go? Would, yeah, I would like more clarification on whether your dick would just become a joint That's what, like a finger, or whether it would be in like a, the shape and a, size. Yeah, because if it's the shape and size of a finger, then no, I don't. I would want say no, but if I could just have it if like a joint yeah, like and it be movable. Oh, it's that like, all day. G-spot? Yeah. Yeah. I'd be hitting Check it, and I'd out. just be like, yeah. She'd be like, oh my god, I've never had this happen. It's like, yeah, no. Nope. damn right. Ant yeah. eater, that anteater yeah. uh, snout, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm definitely jerking my fingers off. If, 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 well, as somebody who has had frostbite, you don't want to lose sensation in your finger. It's like the worst feeling ever trying I bet. to warm them back up. But what the thing is, though, if the dick is a finger then i don't i don't want it i don't even yeah, want it. that's true 
That's that's what makes. Yeah, if I got like even my middle finger, that's not nah. that's not cutting it, dude. I mean, you're already married. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <Nah>. nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Griffin's trying to measure out. He's like, all right, I'm looking. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I might be all right. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, you made it to the end of the show. Uh, I'm gonna throw a special shout out. No, no discounts. We don't. We ain't doing it every time. We ain't gonna tease them every time. But I want to throw a special thank you to Brock for bringing the drinks again today. I never got a special thing. Did you? Yes, he did. He did. I think I did. And I would. Yeah, he did. And I'd be like. I paid half. <laughs> yeah. I paid uh, Maybe I didn't I, I hey, break it out. Fixing your audio. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. special thanks to Griffin for setting up our new mics. Hopefully this sounds better than the last show. I think guys. at one point it went blank. But Hear everything like not <laughs> <thing. laughs> But uh, you're on it next week with the drinks. Yeah. And there better not Revolves. be some bullshit. It better be Rays or another I'm a deal kind of guy. I can yeah, tell. Good point. <laughs> Budget. We're you go up to the it. counter and you're like, I'll take those... Uh, this rock stars off your hand if you can give <laughs> it to you. guys have found a great yeah. value. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that's the show for today, guys. Hopefully you all enjoyed this one. We dove into a lot of stuff. But uh, if you have any questions or you'd like to see anything else from us in the future shows, drop it down in the comments below. Make sure you follow us all on social media, especially me. On Sundays, I drop a questions box in our story. And uh, you can drop any questions you'd like answered or for us to dive into on the following show, typically on Monday. Anyways, guys, that is it for this one. We'll catch you next time. This is the All or Nothing Show. We're out.